Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey there, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 23 of Betting with the Bears with your hosts, Matt and Puneet. Brown Bear, happy Friday. Happy Friday, ready to roll into this weekend with actually some fun news. Matt and I will be able to record a pod together for the first time in person. Yeah, live in-person pods because we are doing a vacation and we are going to the beach. It is going to be a good time. Let's go to the beach. Beach. All right. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. Most of next week, then we'll probably end up being um, together, which is a milestone, yeah. I think. Yeah. After doing this twenty three episodes, we'll finally be doing it in person. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that'll give us some good juju because we had a Wednesday was one of our best days. Thursday was one of our worst days. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty rough. Um, but yeah, we're hoping that this weekend and some nice R and R will be able to uh, uh, turn the ship around and, and help some vitamin us out. D. Yeah, um, definitely need yeah. it. Yeah. So picks of the day went one and two. Yeah, even our personal bank accounts, which we can get into when we go over the games, took a hit yesterday. Um, at least we got the lock right. So we I think we've only gotten that wrong three times now um, in our twenty three episodes. But the um, other two, the 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 underdog, man, I have to take it on the chin. I could not have been more wrong about the Thunder. And then Giannis, I mean, he had a lot of rebounds, but he kind of sucked offensively in that game. Yeah, I don't – The we'll get to him. Uh, I have my thoughts, but I won't, I won't <laughs> let them all out now. Don't want to spoil the thoughts and then people will just stop listening to the pod a minute and 45 seconds in. Yeah, our millions of listeners. Yeah, Adam Silver. What the hell, man? Why didn't you mm. wait? <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we get to the NBA playoffs, we do a, we we will do a quick look around the sporting world, uh, starting with the biggest game this weekend, including the playoffs, Champions League. At that game's on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I noticed that we always say the times, but never. We're, we're every time we say it's East Coast time <laughs> um, between PSG and Bayern. Yeah, that'll be a fun game. It's like you said, the Champions League final, and uh, both these teams basically just rip through the uh, the bracket here and and won pretty easily in all their games to get to the championship. Um, so uh, two powerhouses in terms of offense. So it'll be fun to watch. Um, hopefully, it's a high scoring affair. Yeah, that's what we're expecting. Uh, yeah, Bayern definitely ripped through there. I know uh, PSG had a scare against Atalanta, but yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Other than that, they. Uh, I mean, the last game against. Um, what was that late pig? They they won three zero. That game wasn't even close. So uh, to go over the odds, Bayern is minus one hundred five to win in regulation, and they're minus one eighty five to win just outright, uh, and that includes OTKs. And PSG is plus two hundred in regulation, plus one thirty eight to win outright, and then a tie at the end of regulation is plus two eighty. So I think me and uh, Brown Bear are in agreement that Bayern's going to win. Uh, I personally, I, you can talk through a little more. I just think they're too much of a too much of a machine offensively, and I just really don't think that PSG can hang defensively. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, you're right in that PSG had a little bit of a scare in their first round game, but if you watch the game, they dominated that game yes. the entire time. They just couldn't score yeah, until the last Neymar. three minutes. Freaking Neymar! Uh, yeah. So I mean, I think that um, they they do 
kind of have a – I mean, they do have a great team. But, yeah, I agree. I think that Bayern has just shown that they're in incredible form right now, and it'll be really tough for PSG. They'll be able to score a couple. Um, Taking both teams to score is minus 270, and I think I'm going to put quite a bit on that because I think that's that's pretty much a lock. Um, But I I think that Bayern's still going to score a few goals versus maybe one, max two from uh, PSG. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking like a three to one, four to two score for this. Yeah, team. that sounds about right. So the over under for the game itself is three and a half. Uh, PSG's individuals over is one and a half, and Bayern's is two. And both of those are plus one hundred. So if you're confident in Bayern uh, scoring two or more, then you could put a little lettuce on the plus one hundred. And if they only score two, you'll still get your money back because that'll just push. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I think that they, like we said, I think they should at least score two. I mean, they scored eight. Against Barcelona, and then they scored um, three their last game against Lyon, who's like known for being a defensive minded team. So yeah, I uh, I don't know if I'll do the PSG over one point five, but I'll definitely do the Bayern too. I'll definitely do both teams to score, and I might put some lettuce on Bayern to win in regulation. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, I I don't like I I think those are all pretty good bets and safe. I think that that I'd probably tell those as well. Yeah, so um, the, the other soccer game, and this one's today at three, uh, the Europa League, obviously less important, but this is still a final. Um, this game is Inter versus Sevilla, and Inter is the favorite here. They're minus 150 to win outright, and they're plus 115 just to win uh, in regulation. So I would, uh, I think they're going to win. They're the better team, but if you want to do, um, like for, for this game specifically, it's some of the bets, I would take both teams score at minus 130, and I'll probably take Inter to win. Yeah, I, I think that they're probably um, – Inter's going to win. And I think it's pretty safe to say that. You know, I'm knocking on wood because, yeah, I'm going to put I'm gonna put some significant uh, money on this. But, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that um, they win outright. They raise the cup. They um, – I'm thinking both teams will score here um, as well. It looks like they should. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Inter should be able to win this in regulation. I agree. I think they're just. Um, I mean, everything you read about them, they're they're sim- they're just better. Not that we like know a ton about soccer like we do hockey or we, we do NBA, but we do our research. So yeah, I think I'm pretty confident in that. And then last thing before the NHL playoffs, Puneet, sorry about your caps, bro. I I honestly don't even really want to talk about it. <laughs> it's it was it was so tough. You know, they won Game Four, um, and you know. I, Yesterday, I was a little hopeful. I was like, okay, you know, they, they showed definitely fight uh, in game four, three to one. And a lot of people were predicting them to win, including myself. I thought they were going to win game five and three, two. That's a more respectable series. And then, you know, anything can happen. But, man, they came out and looked like they were ready to go home. They played yeah. like absolute trash. Yeah, I mean, the Islanders went up 1-0 in the, in the, in the first. I believe they went to. Up two zero in the second, and we're—I mean, what, based on what we said yesterday, we were kind of thinking right, the, the Islanders took the two zero lead. That's the most dangerous lead in hockey. Now the Caps are going to come back, but instead they didn't, and the Islanders got two more at the end of the third, and the game ended what four zero. Yep, and the the reason why I was so hopeful is last night too, is uh, Nicholas Backstrom was actually backed as well from his concussion um, that he suffered in Game One, which was a huge blow to the Caps, and everyone you know was like, okay, well we're going to rally around Nick, and Ovi's going to you know, have his head on fire again like he did in game four. And um, they'll be able to get this win. But, yeah, they just seem so disinterested. And and those two goals that they scored in the third period 
were in like the last two to three minutes. So it was just, you know, it just sucked. Yeah. Not bad great, way Bob. to go out. Yeah. Bad way yeah. to go out. Um, and then the other, the only two games tonight are the Flyers or the Flyers play the Canadians. They're up three to two. They have a chance to close out. Uh, the Flyers are minus one thirty-five, and then the Canucks play the Blues, and the Canucks are up three two. But they're actually the underdog in this case, uh, just because the Blues are a little bit better. Uh, but the Canucks are plus one seventeen, and the Blues are minus one thirty-six. So uh, same exact odds for both both games. Funny enough. Uh, so for the Flyers game, the only thing to really note there is that uh, one of their best defensemen is suspended for this game because he cross-checked one of the best forwards on the Canadians and broke the guy's jaw. So uh, the names are too too hockey for me. I, I can't even pronounce them. But um, <laughs> the Flyers guy is suspended for game six, and the Canadians guy is out for the rest of the series. So if the Canadians win today, they'll get their guy back for game seven, whereas the Canadians won't. So still a good bet for the Flyers to win, but it is to win the series, but it is a little scary specifically yeah it'll be interesting to see um that that blues canucks series i don't that that's a that's a tough one i mean the canucks should win it i mean well not they should win it but they should have won the series pretty easily i mean that's what it seemed to be what seemed to be the case Um, yeah well they they went up 2-0 yeah yeah but yeah the canucks just they they're not I don't know that like being an underdog up three, two, like that just shows you that they shouldn't be three, two. So yeah, whatever. I digress. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. So Thursday's games, um, boy, before we get into the individual games, I'll just say tough day for the overs. Every single game went under and some of them by like a significant amount. So, yeah, I know know we've been, we've been, we've been high on the overs, uh, but not yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think this is honestly a blip because literally every other day in the NBA of this bubble, there's just been so much scoring, and like the NBA is emphasizing scoring as it is, so you just naturally expect the games to be high scoring and to be over. But yesterday was it really felt like it was you were watching like throwback basketball where defense 90s basketball yeah where where defense was everything and offense did not matter at all and it it was aggravating because guess who took all the overs in the game in all four games yeah this guy yeah exactly so (laughs) um yeah so i'm starting with the heat pacers um just another game where the heat kind of they didn't dominate but there, I don't think there was at any point any point in the game where I was where the, the outcome wasn't question. I, I just thought the Heat had control the entire way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it from the jump, they there was never really any doubt in my mind either. Um, there were a few times where Indiana would make kind of a run, but Miami is just so good and they're just so deep. I mean, like not one player um, really took over the game. I guess in the sense, I mean, obviously Duncan Robinson hats off to that guy but yeah good well no no I was just gonna say I mean to your point about them like having so many options Duncan Robinson led the led the entire game in scoring and he only had 24 points and majority of that obviously was on threes so even on games where like they couldn't get as much scoring from Jimmy Butler or Dragic or Bam uh Duncan Robinson this um like undrafted guy out of Michigan two second year in the NBA led led both teams in scoring yeah, it was crazy. So he hits his first six three-pointers in a row, which is he was one off from the record, uh, a playoff record set by Robert Ori, who hit seven to seven straight to start an NBA playoff game. So 
he actually he missed his seventh and then came back and hit a ridiculous eighth one. So he was seven for eight. Uh, just missed that record to tie it. But, yeah, yeah unbelievable shooting performance from him. Yeah, I believe he had the first three baskets in the game, and they were all from three. Yeah. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe just for the Heat. It was something like that. I forget yeah. exactly. Um, looking at the Pacers, so Oladipo had a decent game, but TJ Warren front, like came back down the earth again. He just I know he had a good game in game one. He like barely beat his over, but Jimmy Buck is that guy. Yeah, I think the, the tale of uh, TJ Warren is, is finally coming to a screeching halt here. Yeah, I mean, he was 0 for 5 from three. And he didn't get to the foul line once. So he, he finished 7 of 15, like from the uh, just like field goals attempted and made, which 7 for 15 isn't terrible on paper. But then you realize it was 0 for 5 from 3, and he didn't even get to the free throw line. It's like, all right, that's pretty bad. Yeah, was not not great. But, yeah, I mean, other than, uh, I, from a team perspective, I guess it's nice to see Oladipo. He, he definitely looked really good yesterday. I think that was probably one of his better game, scoring performances or offensive yeah. games in the bubble. So that was nice to see. Yeah, he played lineup. He had the best plus minus. He was only minus two, whereas TJ Warren was minus seven. Right. Um, so yeah, it is nice to see him coming back, like from the eye thing, and then obviously the more serious one, the quad thing last year. So yeah, it's got I me. Mean, I like Ole Depot. Um, I think the series is. I mean, up, Heat up two. Oh, maybe the, maybe the Pacers sneak in a win or two. But I think Heat are very clearly taking control of the series. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I said yesterday, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up being a sweep. Um, and I stand by that statement, so we will see. Yeah, speaking of sweeps, the Thunder Rockets, and like I said before, I just couldn't have been more wrong about how I thought this series would go. It's so bad. Yeah, it's crazy to think that the Thunder looked so good in the eight-game bubble slate and now are just getting destroyed by the Rockets. I think, you know, what's going to end up happening is um, if Russ were to come back in this series, they're going to end up losing a couple of those games. Well, yeah, I mean, I could not agree more. Um, <laughs> but, well, the funny thing is, so the Thunder were up six at halftime. And I was like, okay, like, you know, six is close, but they look pretty good in the first half. And then the second half, only to be topped by the Blazers' first-round performance or first first half performance last night, that was the most ice-cold half I've ever seen from a basketball team in my entire life. That was really, really, really bad. Um, you really know, bad. The Thunder, they they are one of those slow half-court teams. But, man, they could not buy a bucket or make a bucket to save their life. I, and, again, I was so upset because I took the over in this and I saw this happening. And I was just – I just knew that yesterday the, the betting gods were as far away from me as they possibly could be after watching that quarter. Yeah, I mean, they scored 39 points in the second half alone. That is, that is like, I know I said this about the Lakers when they did the same thing. That is like laughably, historically bad. They scored 19 in the third and they scored 20 in the fourth. And I don't know. I don't, to, to my eye, it didn't seem like the Rockets were playing incredible defense. It just seemed like, like they were just missing so many open shots. Yeah, they were. It was, I mean, the Rockets don't play defense, but, <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, they were, they were missing shots that, you would think an NBA, an average NBA player would make, you know, like nine times out of 10. So I was just, I was baffled. It, it was unreal. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like, you don't really think of like the thunder of like a crazy, like hot shooting team, but they don't have bad shooters. Like shooter is, he's not a great shoot. He's not a great shooter. Shooter is not a great shooter. <laughs> um, 
But I mean, he's 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 fine. Like he can shoot. Chris Paul is generally a good shooter, but he was two for seven. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander, he is a decent shooter, and I guess he was fine. He shot three for seven, which you'll take. But like Gallo is probably their best shooter, and he was only one for three. And I'm surprised he only took three. It's not like the I don't know. He's he's got to take more than that for the Thunder to win. Yeah, it was. Again, I just they that just doesn't make sense to me. I don't really understand what's going on. Um, the the Rockets, I mean, obviously give them good credit because they weren't playing that great. They they weren't shooting that well from three in the first half, and then second half they just started to go crazy again. So live and die by it, and they were definitely living in these first two games. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They they were. And yeah, I mean, the way the Rockets won this game was like, oh, if the Rockets go up too well, it's on crazy shooting. Which I mean, the second half, like you said, they they shot better, but they still only scored twenty four points in the third quarter. So. It wasn't like they shot they did they shot like crazy, but I mean, right. they won with with defense and their depth, which was like well, I always said if they win, it's gonna be Harden and crazy shooting, but Harden only had twenty one and he was in foul trouble the majority of the game. So um yeah, I mean I don't know. Props to the Rockets like winning in ways that I didn't think they could. I mean they only shot nineteen for fifty six from three, <laughs> which is insane that they shot fifty six times. That's thirty three percent. So you figure if they're gonna win, they're gonna have to shoot more than that, but when their defense plays like that, and then when the team they're playing can't shoot, hey, anything's possible. Yeah. It, again, I, I think that this this basically means that the series is over for me. It's weird. I mean, I thought the neutral court, I thought the the kind of weirdness of the bubble would favor the Thunder in this series, but definitely not. I mean, it, it's the the Rockets are taking full advantage of the situation, but I mean, we can move on feel like we've been talking about it forever and and our disappointment in the thunder yeah we have the only the last point i'll make is that i mean you thought cp3 would have a great series and he was minus 36 yesterday which is just that is bad um but the magic bucks that one week we don't have to spend much time on um i mean the bucks did what they had to do they came out and they dominated they i mean they're at some point they're up by over 20 uh this game was never really close starting with starting at the jump they did exactly what you said they need to do and come out with fire in their eyes yeah i mean they definitely played well. Um, you you would think that Giannis would probably be the one to lead that and go crazy and stuff, but he looked kind of bad yesterday. He, he looked he looked yeah simply not good. And I'm the thing that's gonna this a narrative that I'm gonna be annoyed about is they're gonna be like oh Giannis took over game two and they're gonna show that like Duncan scream that he had in the fourth quarter, but they're up by like 15 and don't forget that he had two straight dunks but prior to that. He was six for 18 uh, and he had like, I think he had 24 points at that point. So they're going to show the highlight and dunk is dunk is Giannis. And dunk is just pretty good for him. Giannis dunking and screaming and then being like, and they're going to be like, yeah, Giannis, you know, he just wouldn't let his team lose. Well, it's like, no, he actually really played that well. just because he's like the Greek freak. You're like showing these highlights. So I don't know. I mean, he finished 10 for 23, one for five from three. He's only plus in the game. They won pretty handily. He was only up. He's only plus seven. So. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's They're still frauds. Right. I, and I'm curious, you know, I'm thinking, are they just playing to their competition right now? Like, is it because they're playing the Nets, like, they – and they the, know the, that they're the – Magic. The magic. Sorry, the like, Magic. And yeah, they know yeah, yeah. they're going to lose and – or they know that they're going to beat them and move forward and that, like, you know, they're just kind of taking it easy right now or – are they just going to continue to play this way and then get absolutely destroyed by the heat in the next round? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. That's a good question because like all of last year and all of season prior to the shutdown, the the bucks were not doing that. They were not, they were playing up to their like pristine regular season level. Right. And, 
and they were just dunking on fools, just like blowing people out. So playing to their level was never something they did. So um, again, I don't want to spend too much time on this game because it was like a, just pure domination. But I don't know the Bucks. I still wasn't really that impressed with them. Yeah, neither was I. But yeah, we can yeah. move on. And another game that I could not have been more wrong about was the Blazers and the Lakers. Yeah, I sense a theme here. I mean, yeah. both of us could not have been more wrong about everything that happened yesterday. So let's hope that all that bad juju has been wiped out from our opinions and from our bets. And today we give you guys some good information that actually hits. Yeah. <laughs> In the first three quarters, I mean, I, the Blazers, who I, who I liked, they scored 19 in the first, they scored 20 in the second, and they scored 19 in the third. <laughs> that is so bad. They ended up with 88 points. And, like, that is a – speaking of 90s basketball, and, like, the Lakers did a good defense. So, but – so, I'll, again, I'll give the Lakers credit. But it was, like, the shooting for the, the, uh, the Blazers was, like, so, so outrageously bad. They are missing so many open jumpers. Yeah, I mean, the thing that bothered me, I think, was – um, that people were like on social media, people were like, Oh, like Dame, because you know, he's the darling of the basketball world right now, but he was awful yesterday. And he was not good. Was like, everyone look at like, you know, he got injured and, and hopefully he's okay and everything. And obviously he's going to play. Um, he dislocated his left index finger, but you know, they show that video of him being so visibly mad that he can't come back in the game down 30, and everyone's like, oh, look at him, he's a fighter, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know what, Dame? You shot maybe like 15 of those logo threes and didn't hit a single <laughs> one of them. How about after the first three or four, you step in a couple feet and shoot normal three-pointers? Maybe that'll help you, buddy. But, like, that, it's just – that was pissing me off so much. Like, you guys clearly cannot buy a bucket, so stop trying to shoot these half-court jumpers. You do that when you're hot, and, you know, it's they've been hot for 11 straight games prior to this, but sometimes it's not your night, and you just have to accept it and take better shots. And, oh, God, it's just annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just one of those games where they were, like the shooters were trying to shoot themselves out of a slump. Yeah. Um, like, C.J. McCollum was five from three. Dame was one of seven. And I don't know, like, personally, I don't really mind it because, like, we saw what Dame can do. And all he needs – in my head, all he needs to do is just make – like, when he was going through that – I think he made one of his, like, first one or two. So, he went, like, over for six to end it. Um, but so, I think, like, knowing Dame and, like, how much – obviously, he's an incredible shooter. He just needs to make one of those to get into his rhythm. So, personally, I didn't hate it. I kept expecting, expecting them to go in. <laughs> uh, it is frustrating when you're, like, have the over and you're, like, okay – Maybe just it's not your night, and maybe stop shooting those. But I mean, they couldn't get anything going on offense, and not at all. I, yeah, to transition to the Lakers, um, I, I I don't know. I wasn't really that impressed with them. I mean, they started hot, um, what they needed to, but they still like their offense still didn't really look that good. And they, yeah, they, they ended up with 111 points. And the, granted, granted, this was a blowout, but this was more about the Blazers being unable to score than the Lakers playing good defense and like just a well-rounded basketball team, in my perspective. Yeah, I mean, props to Anthony Davis. Um, he definitely um, showed up after hearing some of the chatter from game one that he's not, you know, playing up to his ability and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, he showed up 31 points, 11 rebounds, and, and definitely held it down from a defensive perspective, was making a, a lot of uh, good blocks and, and uh, playing well on the defensive side of the ball, which was uh, great. Um 
but yeah, I mean, it, I guess it was nice to see KCP, Danny Green. They they actually made more than one shot last night, which was nice as well. But <laughs> yeah, I, again, this is this is not what you would expect from the number one team in the West. You know, like you you would expect it to just they can turn it on and and just kind of destroy a team whenever they want. I mean, granted, yeah, they did blow them out last night, but yeah, I think I agree that it was more because of the Blazers and less because of the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, KCP, like, he finally shot well. He shot four for six. But Danny Green still didn't play well. He went one for four. Um, and you're, like, you're watching the game, and you're like, no matter who they play in the second round, which I guess would be um, – which would be the Rockets, I believe, if I have the – if I have this, the, the, the series right. Um, but either way, no matter who they play yeah. in the second round, I, it's not – I don't really – feel confident in them at all at the Rockets. I think legitimately look better. Um, but yeah, so we can transition to today's games. Um, the first game Raptors nets at one forty Eastern uh, Raptors are minus 10 and a half. They're minus five seventy five money line. They're going to win. They got their bad game over with. They, they got their poor shooting performance out. They're going to win. Yeah. Next. I mean, Raptors right. honestly look like the best team in the playoffs right now. So let's move on. Yeah. Yep. Nuggets jazz. That game's at four. Um, again, Eastern. So the 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 market finally kind of corrected itself with the Nuggets. They're only favored by one and a half, and they're minus one twenty. And the Jazz are barely dogs. They're plus one hundred two. Yeah, this is a this is a pick 'em essentially. Um, yep. I man, I do not know. I, it really depends on, I guess, what we see from if we get a bounce back game from Jamal Murray. Um, if if D Mitch continues to just be an absolute powerhouse. Um, this one's tough. I don't know. Conley's back, which is nice for the Jazz. Um, but, you know, he hasn't been back great this season. Maybe after having a kid, he'll have some, like, dad strength and, and be <laughs> able to, um, you know, play to what we expect him to play to um, at the level that we expect him to play to. But, yeah, this is this one, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure who's going to win this game. I, I really think the winner of today's game, though, will end up winning this series. Yeah, I uh, I'm kind of with you. I have I feel like I have the least feel for this game in this series than I do of I guess except for the the Thunder. But um, yeah, I mean the 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 Jazz they blew, absolutely blew out the Nuggets and major like and when when that blowout started, Donovan Mitchell only had six points uh, when they were still up by double digits. So he eventually got his, which he does. Uh, I don't know personally. It I think that this is going to be a bounce back game for the Nuggets. Um, Jamal Murray seems to just play well every other so. <laughs> When his player prop comes out, maybe we'll need to check that and see how he does. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Conley is a good defender in his own right, so maybe and he'll probably be put on Jamal Murray unless they'll put Royce O'Neal on him again. So we'll have to check out that matchup. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that the Nuggets bounce back, but I'm not super confident. The only, the only thing I like is that these games have been crazy high scoring. So I know the over isn't wasn't great yesterday, but it's only at 119, and I think that game's going to go over. I mean, both games have been over that amount for these, for these two. Yeah, um, I want I want to call the over as well, but yesterday is just so scarring. Um, but I will say one thing to keep in mind as a better is never let the results from a previous mat a previous game or previous day influence how you bet a completely different game or series. So I know that all the games ended up being under yesterday, but if you feel really confident about all the overs today, hit all the overs. It's really not that that's the whole betters fallacy where 
you know, if you're using completely unrelated games to determine how you're going to bet a, a future and upcoming game. So try not to do that and try not to be a Debbie Downer like I'm being right now. <laughs> try, uh, not, try to be better than me. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I do like the over in this game. I do think that that should hit pretty comfortably because, you know, these teams like to score. Yeah, and that gambler's fallacy that you mentioned is, is a good thing to mention because, um, I mean, ju- yeah, like you said, just because there's two things to keep in mind. So just because yesterday had every game under, it doesn't mean that every game is going to be under today, but it also doesn't mean that well, the, now things are going to even out and now today is going to be over. Um, you have to look at each individual, each individual matchup and go from there because like over the course of an entire like playoffs, things will even out, but it still doesn't mean that like, oh, just because I rolled heads now, the next one is going to be his tails. That's like the whole thing about right. that. So, yeah, good to mention. Um, next game, Sixers, Celtics, whatever. I don't know how the heck <laughs> the Celtics are only favored by five and a half when I like did nobody watch games one and two. I, like that should be our lock of the day is not even the Celtics winning them covering. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really understand what Vegas sees here because I don't know. I think the Sixers gave their, their like best punch basically in that first quarter of game two. And then after that, we're like, all right, hey, like we, we gave them a good punch. Like maybe they'll just roll over, throw in the, the game's towel. over now, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, they're going to throw in the white towel here any second. And then the Celtics were like, all right, we took one punch. We were wobbly for a second, and now we're just going to start throwing haymakers back at you and connect on every single one. Yeah, this five and a half is weird. I... It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe they're expecting, maybe like Vegas is like, actually, things are going back to Philly to play. Uh, maybe that's it, but I don't know. I mean, the six is like, they, they just look checked out. It looks like they're just like, all right, like they know their coach, they know they have a lame duck head coach. And I feel like there's nothing more that like players just tune out when they know that they have a coach that's about to get fired. So, that is very um, I mean, true. We'll have to see what happens next year. That'll that's a future pod. But the six, I mean, they like as much talent as they do have individually. They're clearly not a cohesive group. They're clearly not coached well, and they're clearly just like, all right, we're like they just know this isn't their year, and they're done. So no one wants to get hurt. I think Embiid's going to show up because he's like seems the only one on the team that actually has some pride. But Embiid showing up, he showed up in game two, and that didn't matter. So Celtics are going to win. They're going to cover. Bet your life savings on it. Don't at me if the Sixers somehow win. <laughs> yeah not bad i'm i'm cool with that but yeah I, I agree i think the sixers are gonna lose sorry um but yeah we'll move on to the last game which is also one of the most intriguing matchups in the west and in the the playoffs right now is the clippers and the Mavs. so that's the late game nine ten. um hopefully matt and i will be at the beach and we can push everybody out of the way and run to the tv uh, and <laughs> yeah. get to this game uh so we can watch and, and yell at it um but yeah, the Clips are favored by four and a half minus two hundred, and the Mavs are plus one sixty five to win. Yeah, I don't know. This is another game where we're like, I don't have a great feel for it because the Mavs they absolutely dominated game two. Like we said on our other, like our, I think yesterday, uh, yeah, on yesterday's pod, they led mm-hmm. the entire. Like you, the Clips, the Clippers did not have a lead once the entire game. That like so rarely happens. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, the, the Clips, you, you expect them to bounce back, and maybe they're just kind of working out the kinks and getting a lot like their three main bench guys healthy uh, and, and back in their rotation. But I don't know. I mean, the, the Mavs have, like, such a historically good offense that one slip-up from the Clippers and the, ga- the game could be over. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see, though. I, I think I think that the 
the Clippers are going to bounce back and, and win. Um, it, uh, Patrick Beverly is still um, questionable for today. So I think that'll be a big indicator. Um, but yeah, Doc recently, he said yesterday, he doesn't have any sense of Patrick Beverly um, being back or not. So I think though that if he is back, I think it's a pretty easy win for the Clippers. Um, I, I think that's going to be a big determining factor because unfortunately when they were playing on Tuesday or Wednesday, um, I bet on the Clippers before the news of Beverly being out um, came out. And once it came out, I immediately regret my decision on that. Um, So So, I think I'm going to have to wait here to see where he ends up falling, if he's going to play or not. If he's playing, I think I'm comfortable going with the Clippers. If not, then I might just not touch this game because you know, Patrick Beverly will be that one guy to annoy and hamper um, Luca the entire time. Um, he sucks on offense, but man, does he know how to get under people's skin on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, he's the Western Conference Marcus Smart. <laughs> yes, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's another good point to mention about waiting until you have all the information to to lo- lock in a bet. Um, I know it can be it can be like really to just like lock something in early just because you're like researching stuff you feel really confident about something you're like yeah i'll go ahead and lock this in but i and no one is more guilty of doing that than me so another example of you need to be better than me (laughs) because i like love when i'm like really confident in researching something i like get really excited to lock something in but wait until you have all the info and if the odds change so be it you'll be happy with yourself if you do um but anyways, just, yeah, a little tangent there. But, yeah, I, I do – I agree with you. I think the Clippers um, – I think they come back in this game. I think they win. Uh, but it's just, like I said, the, the Mavs, because their offense is so good, they can win it. They can, like, hang with the best of them. But they have such a bad defense. This is another game where where I think the over is going to hit because the over is also 2-0. But the over is higher here. It's it's over at one – yeah, 231. So it's, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to take it. But if you can uh, maybe, like, get that spread down a little bit for worse odds, I, I do think it, it's going to hit. Yeah, I think it does too. Um, this has also been one where, where scoring has been plentiful. So, um, it, it, yeah, again, uh, don't don't let yesterday discourage you. I As I'm saying over speaking about these games, I keep thinking about yesterday, but don't let that, um, you know, influence your decision. I, I This one's going to – this one I'm going to bet on the ogre. Yeah, I mean the the Blazers not being able to make a shot has negative impact on the Clippers mass game. So just you got to sometimes separate yourself from your emotions. Um, but so we can we can move on to our picks of the day. Uh, Lock, I'm thinking either Raptors or Sixers or sorry Celtics. God, no, no, not the Sixers. <laughs> no, never the Sixers. <laughs> um, yeah, do, do you have a preference between the two? Uh, not really. I mean, I mean, do we do we dare do a two lock day? Is that something that we want to do? Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they bo- if one of them loses, we'll just be like, well, our real one was the team that won. Okay, yeah, let's do that. But I don't think <laughs> either team loses. I, I mean, I think both will will win, honestly. Yeah, we'll, we'll officially – I'd say we'll officially do the Celtics because the Sixers just look like absolute trash. But, yeah, take you can even parlay the two for better odds. You can parlay them in, in, in that way. You don't have to risk so much. Um, as far as the, the dog – I kind of like both dogs in the uh, in the in the, NHL, the Canucks and the Canadians. Oh, you have the Canucks wrapping things up tonight, huh? Yeah, I do. I uh, I think that both teams are going to win. The Blues, they I mean they they were down two zero and then they came back and everyone kind of thought that they were going to write they they righted the ship 
but then the Canucks won game five. Um, so yeah, I think they win. I think the Canucks win. The Canadians won. It's just because of uh, the like one of the Sixers' best defensemen is out today, the and Flyers, the Sixers. Yeah. yeah, sorry, the Flyers. <laughs> I'm just tri- <laughs> triggered triggered by the Sixers. Um, yeah, but we we took the Canadians last time for our dog today, and they lost. So I mean, personally, I would like that because then that means the Flyer would Flyers would advance. So hell, maybe I should do that again. And just hedge my bets. I mean, <laughs> and I'm I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but anyway, so what do you between those two? What do you think? In all seriousness. Yeah, in all seriousness, that's tough. Um, I like – I don't know how I feel about the Canucks, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it doesn't make sense that they're leading 3-2 and they're the dogs. Um, it's been kind of a, a back-and-forth series. Two wins, two wins. And now the Canucks have one win, so they, they wrap it up and just – Finish that nice little uh, back and forth two two two, and win the series. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be very. That would just be nice as far as for like a OCD person like me. That would be nice. Yeah, nice and symmetrical. So yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, do it. I, the Canucks. I think... all right, well, the, well, the one thing I was going to say in favor of the Canadians um, not being a homer is that the so the Flyers goalie uh, Carter Hart he looked incredible in games three and four. I mean, he had a shutout both games one zero and two zero. He was amazing. And he looked really, really shaky in game five. And uh, the people I'm chalking that up to that just like game five was on a back to back. But I mean, there were games where or, like he let in some absolute bunnies that he never did before. So either he's um, like just didn't play well in games in game five and he's going to bounce back or that he wasn't as good as he looked in games three and four. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just something to think through. I don't really have a, a great feel about either of these. I just know more about the Flyers Canadian series. I'm not, not nearly as the same level of confidence on either one. So, yeah, I'll be honest. Now that the caps are out, I'm probably not going to pay much attention to NHL. <laughs> well, that's fair. Um, but yeah, so coin flip got a Canucks or Canadians. They, they, they both start with CAN. They can, they do it. Can you, or can a, let's go can a, since it's higher in the alphabet. All right. Yeah. I mean, that lock applies <laughs> to me. So, all right. Official lock of the day is Celtics. Official dog of the day is and Adians. And then the prop, they only have props out or points out for the first game, the Raptors Nets. So we'll, we'll post yep. back on that. So Raptors, I mean, excuse me, not Raptors, the Celtics, the Canadians, TBD on prop. We will post it out on social media. So look out for that. Um, yes, so sir. Yeah, that wraps it up. Have a good weekend. I know that Matt and I will. We will be at the beach hanging out and drinking our sorrows away. But drinking some Mai Tais. Yeah, but um, hopefully betting goes a little well this weekend. Um, we'll we'll try to post some of our personal bets this weekend on social as well. So make sure you check out Bear Stop Bets on Instagram and Twitter. Um, but until Monday, Bears out. Peace.